I'm ready whenever you are to get into that shit. Yeah, I'm set. I don't really have an intro. I guess we just, you know, start talking about it. Do we have an intro? <laughs> no, I guess it's not. <clears throat> what kind of Mickey Mouse bullshit is this? <laughs> it's not like a regular show. It's kind of a bonus. So I guess I could just say, welcome, everybody, to an exclusive show. We've got Jim Vicious here. We're going to be talking death metal and, and other shit, or metal in general. There you go. What up? It's your boy, Jay Vish from SEO. <laughs> the king of bong style. Getting ripped as we speak. Yep, I can, no? <laughs> I can hear you sucking back on that. Uh, left the office today, went in, nobody was there. Uh, motherfuckers, I was like, oh, not everybody, tons of people got COVID. I'm like, I'm going home. I'll see you later. <laughs> Why didn't they call you <clears> and tell <throat> you that? Evidently, it was uh, an oversight. I was supposed to be in on the text, but... It's like whoever did it forgot to put me in there. So I get there this morning and I'm like, all right, this is weird. What kind of Mickey Mouse operation are they running there? Ah, there you go. So as far as metal, dude, I feel like when I was young, my parents, my parents had me young. So they listened to metal, at least metal adjacent when I was young. My parents uh, rocked the Black Album from Metallica. They rocked Guns N' Roses and all that shit. But there's compilation albums that are pivotal in my metal history. And I don't know if this is the case for anybody else. Probably not. But there's two albums in specific. Death is Just the Beginning 2, which came out in 1992. And Death is Just the Beginning 3, which came out in 1994. Uh, and their compilation albums, which you remember back in the day when you get a compilation album, how fucking awesome it was. Oh, There's yeah. 15 bands. The Death Just the Beginning 3 is a double disc set. And it was just super underground metal bands. And, you know, in my hands, let's say it came out in 94. Let's say it was 95 by the time I got it. I would have been 14. Yeah. And dude, it's just like all the shit on that one. Benediction, Brutality, Hypocrisy, Gorefest, <laughs> Meshuggah, that was the first time I heard Meshuggah, Pungent Stench, Mortification, like all these fucking underground bands. And that was a huge Cradle of Filth is on there too. Yeah, I remember that. Um, I think I didn't have the first compilation. I think I had the third one. Yeah, I had, the, I had two and three were the big ones for me. The third one was a double disc and... I think it had different um, packaging, but the one I had was like a gold kind of packaging on it. And uh, dude, it was that was the shit. I remember. Do you remember being a member of? Uh, I was a member of like BMG and shit back in the day. Oh fuck yeah, dude! <laughs> From I'd say '91 all the way up to about '99. Like, oh, you're gonna give me twelve CDs in one shot for like free? I don't know how. I don't remember it being a ripoff, man. No, On that my wasn't end, that. Like, I always remember figuring it out and thinking, like, I came out ahead. Yeah. What, what happened was you had to buy one CD every month for the regular price, I think it was. Right. Which, at that time, that was, like, my thing, right? It was, it was like, finding new bands, getting CDs, listening to CDs. So, yeah. like, I was like, all right, dude, I'm already buying, spending all, any money I get on albums. Right. Same here. So, you get something like that and you listen to it and you're like oh these fucking bands jam and then you get those albums so good yeah that's I just remember. the beginning and then to a lesser extent metal meister 
um, which was a Metal Blade compilation from 96 huh. that had it had Cannibal Corpse, Mummified, and Barbed Wire, which is like the first song on it. <laughs> it had an album from Six Feet Under's first album, a song from Six Feet Under's first uh, album. The well. only good album. Yeah, they had like one and a half. I like that uh, EP after the first album. Oh, Alive and Dead. Yeah, okay. That yeah. that's right. I'll give them credit because for that, that has fucking. <laughs> that insects of boom, 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 boom. Well, that's when they had uh, the drummer from Obituary on that album. Yeah, yeah, and then by the time you got to Warpath, it was a shit show. You want <laughs> so <laughs> oh, that fuck new that, that new uh, Six Feet Under album came out. What is it called? I don't even know. Oh, fucking Nightmares of the Decomposed, and it's fucking garbage. God, I'm looking them up here. I'm looking at it. They've got so many fucking albums. Oh, yeah. And their albums are like hit or miss. And Chris Barnes' voice is just, I don't know, something yes. happened to it. And he's, he needs to stop. Just stop it. It started happening on Warpath. Uh, his vocals started going to shit. But Warpath came out in like, fuck. Warpath Damn. came out in 97. God damn, are you serious? 97? Yeah. Holy shit, okay. And I did, uh, I did death vocals at that time in other, like, there was my buddy's band, I would do, what the fuck was that song? Um, a song off the first album. I forget which one. Uh, Beneath the Black Sky. I would do, like, a guest appearance uh, on that song with them, and so I remember jamming like that 420s. I did like that 420 song when it came up. I was going to say that was probably the only song I liked from Warpath. Everything else, it was like, yeah, it was rock and roll with death vocals or really shitty death vocals. <laughs> but they, that new album. So there's my my buddy, Nate Tannick. Um, you may have seen him around on Facebook and shit. He's. A bad motherfucker. He's like a Satanist, um, strip club DJ, guitar player. But he promoted a show with Six Feet Under back in the day. <laughs> and they ripped him off. They wouldn't come out of their bus and shit. They wouldn't get on stage when they were supposed to. And then they got on stage and bitched to the crowd about how little time they had. So to him, Chris Barnes owes him $1,500. <laughs> and then his buddy just trolled him. It was his 40th birthday. His buddy trolled him by getting a cameo from Chris Barnes. Oh, shit. Which is a thing you can do, which is amazing. Like, what kind of, like, a music cameo? Or just, uh... Oh, like, hey, this is Chris Barnes. Blah, 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 I got this cameo for your birthday. Oh, <laughs> oh man. That that must have pissed him off. Uh, he actually thought it was really funny. He actually shit. thought it was really funny. Because he, he mentions the 1500 in there, kind of. He had, had him reference it, which I'm sure Chris Barnes doesn't remember, but... Um, yeah, no less. Here's that shit sucks. It's so fucking bad. His vocals are the worst. I don't know what the fuck is going on with that guy. I Yeah, same here. When, when you listen to the last Cannibal Corpse album that he was on, and then the vocals of today, it's just like, what the fuck happened? That's my favorite Cannibal Corpse album. I think still bleeding. The bleeding is my favorite. Yeah, that's a really good one. Because uh, on that one, you could actually kind of understand the vocals, whereas uh, Tomb of the Mutilated, 
sure it's a fucking blazing album but when you're listening to the vocals all you hear is like you know it's like trying to figure that shit out man good luck I do like the fucking vacuum cleaner vocals though on <laughs> on two minutes. Uh, they are good. It's just I without the lyric sheet, I can't make out what he's saying. Yeah, I'll give you that. The bleeding was more way more clear, which made it fucking cooler because then you can actually understand it. Maybe other people understand as well. Yeah. All the fucked up shit that he's saying. <laughs> Oh man! But no, I gave. I didn't even get through the album entirely. I listened to four songs, and I was just, I was like, no, this this fucking sucks, man. I'm not into this shit. Well, dude, yeah, I. That's more than I fucking. Holy shit! It is the worst, though, man. I try because I mean, he's he is a fucking legend for being in Cannibal Corpse and being on those four the first four albums or four five whatever um uh, you know four. it's like i'll give him some credit for that he did he did good shit <laughs> with the first six feet under and then the ep but then after that he just fucking fell off man and he kind of ruins everything that he gets on now yeah he's really bad he's really really bad i was trying to find that thing but fuck, I don't know. this guy posts way too much shit for me to find it but no less. Uh, that's shit. That, so, yeah, that's shit. His vocals. I don't know if that, that's the best he can do, or if he thinks it's good. Well, he did the same thing on his little side project. I hate. Did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking. Um, I don't know. The lyrics would be okay if the vocals didn't suck so bad. Maybe. Yeah, it's it's just really bad. I don't know what's going on with that guy i don't know who likes that shit like who's like fuck yeah new six feet under album it's probably the six feet under diehards dude you gotta be a real diehard motherfucker to be into that shit oh yeah fuck i don't know man i used to consider myself a six feet under fan but with with all the albums that have come out in the past 10 years it's like there's nothing to latch on to nothing's really good it doesn't really catch on yeah, the music's not good anyway, but I mean, then there's the, the vocals. I don't care what was underneath it. If that's the vocals that's on it, yeah, just forget about it, dude. Yeah, so we've all been trashing on that, having um, jokes. This dude makes a lot of memes and shit about it, about Chris Barnes, because he fucking hates Chris Barnes. So, <laughs> yeah, we've been having a lot of fun at his expense. <laughs> Sorry, Chris. Yeah, my bad. My bad. <laughs> uh, but he's got to live up to he's got to live up to George Fisher now, because ever since George Fisher took over, Cannibal Corpse is still fucking good. Yeah, you know, it is. I don't listen to, you know, new new Corpse album comes out. That's not something that I go after, um, just because I heard it. You know, like at this point, we've done it. I've heard it. Mm-hmm. Um. I don't know. I think my favorite, my favorite album with him is probably Bloodthirst. Yeah, probably Bloodthirst. I liked Vile more than I liked Bloodthirst. Yeah, I mean, I also really like Gallery of Suicide. Those are the only ones I really jam. Still, Vile, uh, Bloodthirst, Gallery of Suicide. Like after that, I don't know. 
Yeah. Well, it gets kind of redundant after that. It's it's like how bands outlive themselves, I guess, because their sound gets really dated if they keep doing the same thing over and over. I feel like they are doing the same thing over and over. Yeah. You know. But what are you gonna do? What is what is you know what is Corpse gonna do? Are they gonna stray away from <laughs> their bread and butter? They're gonna do disco death metal next. No. <laughs> what the Maybe. fuck is that? Yeah, at least it's not bad. When I listen to it, I'm like, yeah, this is good shit still. Yeah. But it's not something I go to. You can tell it's still Cannibal Corpse. It's not like, um, I don't know, like Deicide, they've changed a lot. Yeah. I mean, have you ever listened to the um, scratch tracks from Vile that have uh, barns on them? Oh, yeah, I heard them. They're awful. Yeah, I, I don't didn't know. like those. It was interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it's good to hear the history of it, but I definitely prefer um, I prefer uh, Corpse Grinders vocals over the Barnes ones. Yeah, it's just cool. Like, I'm a nerd for demo versions or you know so- recordings of songs while they're still in progress. Like when you hear a song, you know, and it's got a different verse. It's like, oh, fuck, you yeah. know, <laughs> you get that little that little tingle in your balls. Yeah. <laughs> And sometimes the demo versions actually sound better than the final ones. Like, oh shit, they changed this. Yeah. So that was a topic of discussion, right? The big four of Thrash is Anthrax, Metallica, Megadeth, and Slayer. Yeah. I don't really like Anthrax, especially the Joey Belladonna era. I don't like, but really, that's just, that's no. That was the era I grew up on, and so that's the only one that I recognize. And, oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Dude, there's, there's going to be some sacrilege for you. I like John Bush better, and my favorite Anthrax album is Stomp 442. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Oh, god damn. I don't even consider that thrash metal anymore. That's like... No, it's not. No. That's like alternative or something, man. Random acts of senseless violence. No, I don't like that part. <laughs> Belladonna to me was glammy. And I, I don't know if you know this about me, I hate glam shit. Anything glam, except for, you know, Dio, which he's not really glam, but he had that higher vocals. But Oh, well, it's like the power metal te- stuff, right? Anything that teeters towards glam, <laughs> rock, 80s shit, I can't do it. And for me, Belladonna sounds just like that. Okay, yeah. Well, Belladonna had the power metal vocals, so it was it was thrash metal, but with, like, the, you know, the sing-songy vocals. I don't know. I guess I got into that. Of course, Slayer will always be my favorite, but the number two would be Anthrax, and the number three would be uh, Megadeth, and Metallica is the last one. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, Anthrax is decidedly in the, in the rear. For me, my big four thrash would ditch Anthrax and include Testament. Oh yeah, that's true. But Testament's not popular enough. No, they were never. Be, it's like the know. the other Bay Area thrash, like Exodus and shit. They were good. Yeah. But apparently not good enough to be in the big four. Yeah. So that was the debate. I don't know how you and I came across this in discussion, but the debate of the big four of death metal. And for me, it's pretty clear cut. Maybe as I saw some people online saying some different things. So what? I mean, let's go through it. It's got to be Cannibal Corpse number one. Oh, yeah, definitely. They are um, the biggest selling most influential, most known fucking band of the whole thing. So <laughs> yeah, the most band, um, 
I think they've been banned in several places for their artwork, for their lyrics. Oh shit! I love the artwork. It's yeah, so great. the the best artwork on pretty much from the early '90s all the way up to the 2000s would have to be Cannibal Corpse. All right, so Cannibal Corpse is is in there. You mentioned Deicide. For me, Deicide is in there as well. Yep, they would have to be because they're like the founding fathers of death metal there too. Um, now I would, I would say there's not a big four. I would say there's probably a big six because there are oh. lesser known bands. Mm. Like when you think of uh, the beginnings of death metal, do you do you ever put possessed in there? Not really. No. No. no I mean, I don't really. Yeah, I mean, I get it, but no, not really. So, what's your favorite Deicide album? It would have to be. Let's see. Well, no. Okay, there's two. With the first one and Legion are my two favorites. Hmm. Once Upon the Cross is my favorite, and Legion would be my second favorite. Okay. You didn't like well, the first one at all? I mean, I like it, but for me, Once Upon the Cross was like just the the peak of of that band like those songs are fucking <laughs> oh yeah well, they did the, shit. Their, the vocals peaked um yeah. the the lyrics peaked i mean they were all awesome and then it, it kind of went downhill after that yeah dude once upon the crosses that's a fucking banger yeah it's crazy okay so we, we got those two yeah for sure so where do you go for three Ah, oh, for three, I am leaning toward Morbid Angel. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the four? See, that's the thing. The three is pretty much agreed upon. It's the four that is open for debate. So, yeah, it's got to be Morbid Angel. Yeah. Um, I know it's like some people will say whatever, but, dude, Domination's my favorite Morbid Angel album. Yeah, Domination. I... I like Alters of Mad. I love Alters of Madness. I gotta say, man, that's the craziest fucking Morbid Angel album in my eyes. You know, that's interesting, man. For me, a lot of those bands, I like them and shit, but their earliest stuff, like I'm not gonna listen to Cannibal Corpse eating back to life. Like that's <laughs> just fucking, you know. And that's almost for Morbid Angel. Alters of Madness is almost the same thing for me. Okay, it's like too unrefined and too just. It's not there, you know, for me. It's like they, to you, in your eyes, they were still kind of finding their sound. Yeah, it's got a really old sound to it, too. It didn't sound, you know, and obviously it is old, but like eating back to life from Corpse, it's just, it's kind of fucking noise to me, really. It's not, it doesn't have the structure. It doesn't have the everything that they got. Like Butchered at Birth is where Corpse, I think, like, oh, okay, I get it now. I get what you were trying to do with Eating Back to Life. Mm-hmm. It didn't make sense to me there. Alters of Man, like early Morbid Angels the same way for me. It's like, I see where you're going, but I don't think you're there yet. You know, and then they get there eventually. I mean, um, Covenant's a great album. Oh, yeah, that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Bow to me faithfully. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's oh, a good shit. fucking album, too. Yeah, so I see what you So there you go. Mean. So we agree on the three. Yeah, definitely. Um, and the four, it's, uh, I have a couple in mind. They're still in contention mm-hmm. where it would either have to be uh, death or obituary. Oh, wow. Is obituary death metal? I don't think they are. No, you wouldn't consider them death metal? I know a lot of people do. To me, they're a thrash band. 
Aren't they to you? No? I just think they're a really weird form of death metal. Yeah. Hmm. I, don't, I never really got into obituary, to be honest. Um, I've heard them a bunch over the years and shit, but I never really got into it. I didn't like their vocals on a lot of their stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. They, they do the raspy kind of screaming vocals. Uh, it's not for everybody. They call them that? They call them, uh, looking at Wikipedia here, they call them death metal. I don't know. To me, it's not death metal. It's a crash metal band. Really? Interesting. But, but I could see that. And you're probably not wrong for saying obituary, you know. Uh, what were some of the other ones you had? Possessed? Uh, possessed, I had death. Death? Yeah. The, I mean, death's like the... The Florida thrash... I mean, not thrash, death metal. <laughs> yeah. Like, they were the first... Um, I think they were yeah. among the first ones to do that. Possessed and Death were the first ones. Yeah. I don't know how much I, you know, I listened to, what the fuck Death album was that I listened to a lot of? Ah, oh, damn. Um, something of Perseverance. Oh, okay. This was, that was when they got out of death metal and got more technical kind of uh, progressive metal. Yeah. I mean, but of course, you know, you can't go wrong with a fucking zombie ritual <laughs> you know yeah that's not bad either uh all right so i can see all those you haven't mentioned my fourth yet um so, so what do you got dude it's suffocation oh really wow yeah, for me it's suffocation. i can't believe i would forget them i've listened to so many and you're right i know dude their album effigy of the forgotten came out in 91 and still to this day if i listen to it the recording is pissed so there's that but there's shit in there that i'm like fuck it's clever and it's still smart you know i guess technically they're i mean they're death metal but they also gave way to like slam you know which i don't know you know how metal is with all the subgenres. it's like yeah. oh this is fucking hawaiian shirt core <laughs> it's confusing to say the least yeah. yeah wow okay suffocation man yeah holy shit i like suffocation a ton probably more than all those other bands because they had the groove and that was something that i got into like they did breakdowns mm -hmm. they did grooves they'll play a fucking play something that's blasting and then they'll they'll play that eight times and then they'll play the same thing grooved out eight times okay yeah they probably created the technical death metal genre I mean, I think that a lot of people say they, they're they early in Slam. Another band that would be, if I had a five, I would maybe say Internal Bleeding. You know, I've never which heard I was of them. Them. Yeah? Never listened to them? No. You're going to have to link me to some shit. I mean, it's old school shit. You know, if you listen to it now, you got to put yourself in the, in the mind. <laughs> you got to put yourself... <laughs> in the mind of like okay it's 1994 yeah well <laughs> i love that old school shit i don't really like the new sounds i'd rather have that uh vintage dated sound and so i'd probably mm. get into it yeah dude in internal bleeding what the fuck? i'm trying to see when their first album came out voracious contempt is one of their early ones um but extinction of benevolence if they're another one of those bands too they're very like suffocation in the sense that they blasted out and then they grooved the shit out of it, you know? And that was, for me and like my friends, when we started a metal bands and shit, like we were all about the groove, you know? So yeah. like we took that from those bands. 
Um, I don't know, even Soylent Green, if you want to consider Soylent Green a death metal band. Yeah, I never considered them really death metal. I They're thought... way newer, though. I mean, Pussy Soul came out way later than, you know, than all that shit, but... Yeah, dude. What do you think about <clears throat> Incantation? Yeah, I mean they're they're an early band for sure. Uh, I never really got that much into them, but I could see the argument. See, Voracious Contempt from Internal Bleeding came out in '95. Extinction of Benevolence came out in '97. Then they switched singers, and, but whatever. Next one it came out in '99. But <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, Internal Bleeding is fucking awesome. I would like he did some shit. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, Incantation, I could see that too. I'm trying to think of some of the other ones. Let me see if uh, now, what see, people say. With the big four, I was thinking only Florida death metal bands. And so that's oh, why yeah. Suffocation wasn't even on my radar at that time because I was thinking of like Obituary, Death, and like all those Florida bands and everything. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, Suffocation's from New York. Internal Bleeding's from New York. Corpse technically is from New York. Yeah, they're Buffalo Boys. So here's some other people. Um, oh, Immolation. I guess I could see that. Oh, yeah. Uh, Shit. There's so many, dude. It's like if you were to make a list of the most, the biggest four, of course, that you would have your your big two, which are Corpse and Deicide. But then like the third and fourth, you can kind of interchange those. Yeah. For me, Morbid Angel's locked in at three. Uh, but yeah, uh, the four... Is certainly debatable. Some other ones people say, um, just looking at a thing here, Possessed, Autopsy, Carcass, At The Gates. I don't consider At The Gates a death metal band. No, they're like, um, uh, well, they're melodic death metal. I don't, they're, they're kind of strange. Speaking of it, dude, Slaughter the Soul from At The Gates is one of the best. That's like, the most fucking metal awesome album. <laughs> My we favorite Carcass album was uh, Swan Song. Oh, from Carcass? Yeah. I didn't really... I couldn't get into their other shit. It was basically just like screaming noise. But then Swan Song came out and it was it was groovy and I liked it. Yeah. People say Immolation, Nile, Entombed. It's oh, really old Entombed. It's death metal, I suppose. Yeah. Nile, they're like black death metal and they're fairly newer than a lot of the other stuff. Yeah. You know... I remember, like, to us, because we were from our little area, and we were the dudes who listened to death metal here and black metal and shit, and that was it. So, to us, we we just viewed a lot of shit as death metal, and then we would go and we'd play shows in these other towns and shit, cities, and people would be, like, talking, you know, all these different divisions and shit. I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Napalm Death, technically, I guess, is a grind band. Yeah. But to us, it would have been a death metal band. And if you considered them a death metal band, you'd have to throw them in there. But I guess technically they're a grind band. Yeah, the, I think they went through a phase of a lot of different things. Like when they first started, they were more like um, noise core or fucking gore grind or whatever. And then they did in the in the early to mid 90s, they did a couple death metal albums. And then back, it was just back to noise grind and shit. Yeah. Dude, did Napalm Death just put out a, a brand new album like a couple weeks ago? Yeah, I haven't even had a chance rips. to listen to it. it. Rips. Not only does it rip, it's still relevant. It sounds new and fresh. It doesn't sound like old and re-fucking-purposed. Nice. Like, those guys just continue to amaze me. 
Yeah, they've been going on like 35 years or more now, I think. Yeah, dude. Even like uh, Enemy of the Music Business from like maybe 10 years ago, that album just shreds. Napalm Death's fucking awesome. I watched a whole documentary about noisecore bands. It's on YouTube. I forget what it's called. But it's it's mostly about how Napalm Death are the godfathers of noise and grind and whatever. <laughs> they created all the other. Yeah, I'll have to figure out what that's called. It's on YouTube. I don't know. It's a documentary about grind. It's worth uh, it's worth a watch. I probably find out here. But uh, you also <clears throat> mentioned Fear Factory. Oh yeah, fucking Fear Factory, man. Ugh, one of the most influential bands to me. I considered them yeah. death metal at first, but then. I don't know. They after the after demanufacture, they kind of stepped away from the death metal a little bit and just got into their own little niche right there. Yeah, this uh, documentary I'm talking about it's called "Slave to the Grind," uh, and it's uh, it's on YouTube. It's worth watching. But Fear Factory, well, that's a whole other topic of discussion, right? Is all of the bands that got caught up in the new metal thing, right? Because obsolete when they put that album out, that was totally <laughs> caught up in that. You look at all the bands that did yeah. Slayer, although, and I get a lot of shit for this, Diabolus in Music is my favorite Slayer album to this day. If I'm going to throw a Slayer album on and jam it, it's going to be that one. Really? That's And the a one. lot of people don't like that. They, they don't even respect that album themselves. I think I saw an interview with Kerry King where he's like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I don't like, hate it. the album where you tried to do something different? I don't yeah. know. Gotta say, I don't hate it, but it's not one of my favorites. Um... I'd, my absolute favorite Slayer album would be Seasons in the Abyss. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the first one I got back in the day because you know I had to work backward on that band. Yeah. Are we the same age? Yeah. I think we uh, are. Now I'm 45, dude. Oh really? Yeah. That would explain the difference actually because <laughs> I just turned 39 yesterday. Oh okay. <laughs> Happy birthday. So that would. Ex- yeah. Thanks. That would explain the difference of why you did like those earlier albums. Yeah, you know? because I kind of like grew the early up Sepultura in that. albums too. Yes, I only like the early Sepultura. Really? Yeah, <laughs> I don't like the newer shit, man. I probably wouldn't listen to anything from Sepultura other than like pre Chaos AD. I like Beneath the Remains, Arise, all that kind of stuff. And like anything yeah. after Chaos AD, it's like fuck it, no. My favorite Sepultura album is Roots. Um, roots! <laughs> bloody Roots! <laughs> another example, though, of a band that got a touch of the new metal and actually made it work for them. And I think Obsolete's a fucking cool album still, too. I like that, dude. Shock, the way that album starts off. It's got oh, the bass yeah. hits put into it. I like that shit. Well, after after Obsolete, Digimortal, they really went the way of new metal. Where yeah. they got, they added more groove to their songs, and then they had, I don't know, it just felt like really new metal, but it still had that Fear Factory kind of vibe to it. I mean, back in the day, Soul of the New Machine was a cool album to me, and shit. But if I listen to it now, I would, uh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that album kind of corny to me now, but yeah, Demanufacture is like the fucking the banger. Man. Yeah, that's fucking classic. That I don't think that would ever get old, and I would listen to it and be like, "Oh, I don't, I don't know about this anymore." Still sounds great. Yeah, yeah, that album's twenty five years old. It still sounds great. Uh, but 
you know, some of those other bands that got caught up in the new metal and failed miserably. Machine Head with the Burning Red. Oh, Jesus. Um, Earth Crisis. Yes. Who good for being a straight edge hardcore band. They put out that album Slither. And, and he's singing it and shit. You're like, what the fuck? So what were they trying to do? Just uh, go from hard, straight up hardcore to metalcore? I'll just get into that new metal because new metal was so fucking big. And you're like, this is adjacent to what we do. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is mm-hmm. screamy music that's popular. In I don't know what it was. Or people were just genuinely influenced by it. You know, and like, oh, this is a new, fresh thing in metal. I'm not sure if it was as deviant. Machine Head had to be just trying to jump on because they went, those first two Machine Head albums are genius. I fucking love them. But then they put up the Burning Red and he's rapping. Yeah, I didn't even listen to that album. Honestly, uh, the first two I listened to on the regular. But after that, it just got kind of weird. <clears throat> Yeah, got kind of weird. And they think he goes, so Burning Red came out, and he's, we deal, not that real. Whatever the fuck he's saying, he's rapping. It's just the real deal. And then after that shit on it, New Metal died, and then they're like, oh, we're going to go back to just doing the old shit. I'm like, no, motherfucker. We don't forget that. No. That's like any band who's put out a really shitty album or a few shitty albums, and then they try to go back to their roots but it doesn't sound the same. Yeah. That new metal thing. So Fear Factory, I mean, Burton C. Bell quit and he's got this other band and they're like, oh, conveniently, they just released a new song. And I listened to it and I'm like, oh, this sucks. <laughs> yeah, Ascension of the Watchers, I'm not really down with. <laughs> Even that name is pretentious. <laughs> like, fucking calm down, man. Oh, and he had that other... Um, it was like a rock band, but he still had the same vocal style. Uh, City of Fire, I believe. Mm. And nah, it's just when I think of him, I think of Fear Factory, and that's it. I think he would be great for uh, for a super group, you know? Yeah. Like if you just got a mix of people from different metal bands and did a, su- I love super groups by the way. But and put him in there, that would be something, but. I don't know, the new album is going to come out, and it is going to have his vocals, so I'm interested to hear it, but I haven't been huge into their later albums. They're good, but... So there is an actual new Fear Factory album that's coming out? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck. I, did, I thought they were done. Now they've had this album that they... I don't know, they were caught in, like, fucking lawsuit hell with, I don't know, who Dino and different people. I don't fucking... I don't know, I, I've enough trouble in my own life to keep up with <laughs> yeah but, uh, when I had more time I used to be able to keep up with that shit but lately I haven't been able to mm-hmm. the last thing I remember is when they put out um, Gen Exus it was him and Dino and they were claiming the Fear Factory name and like nobody else they, they kind of told everybody else to fuck off yeah there's like that whole thing that band is always having fucking issues <laughs> At least we'll always have uh, demanufactured, obsolete and shit. Yeah, that'll always be good. I- I'd like to forget transgression, though, if, if we could. Yeah. <laughs> it's fucking garbage. I don't blame you there, man. That's like me wanting to forget uh, Illa Divinimus. Yeah, I can't even say the name from Morbid Angel. That, that album never should have been born. <laughs> yeah. Fucking, it's like... Yeah. 
listen to Combi Christ, and Combi Christ is good in their own right, but when you try to incorporate that shit, and with pretentious songs, it's just fucking retarded. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I refuse to recognize that album as a Morbid Angel record. Mm. Well, Trey Azergoth's a fucking loser. I mean, I, I don't like him. Anytime he's talking somewhere, I'm just like, ugh. He's just a fucking... He's just a goof. I think he's a lot of the reason on that shit. Aren't he and David Vincent the reason that the album turned out to shit, though? Because they both have huge egos? Well, I don't know. David Vincent's a fucking weirdo, too, man. <laughs> yeah. It's like a fucking gothic cowboy dude. Yeah. What is your deal, man? Listening to uh, Jenny Tortures. Yeah, don't like that shit either. But Domination's my favorite album of uh, Morbid Angel. I think they put it together there. You know, it had like a concise, these songs have good structure. They have, you know, choruses to them and shit. And then, you know, after that, once they got, what's that, Tucker? I don't know, Steve uh, Tucker? Yeah, yeah, Steve Tucker, yeah. Replaced him and, you know, Formula's Fatal to the Flesh is cool. Gateways to Annihilation is better than that, I think. Yeah, I thought Gateways was the best. And Heretic was, uh, I don't know, I don't understand that shit. Um... And then we oh, yeah. won't talk about the eye and fucking now it's back to um, Kingdom's Disdain and it, it doesn't sound like Morbid Angel anymore. I, you know, I haven't even listened to it. A lot of those, a lot of those bands, like I said, man, I'm just, I don't know. There's other shit going on I'm going to listen to. I'm, I'm interested in finding new shit or I don't know. I guess I could give it a go and see where they're at. I'd like Check to find new them. old shit that like the... What the hell was the name of the band that you mentioned that you were going to put in the big four? Suffocation? Uh, nope. The, the, oh, Internal Bleeding? Yeah, Internal Bleeding. I, I want to check them out because they're like a new old band to me. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah, I'll definitely send you a, you want to, you a Spotify guy, yeah? Um, no, I actually am just uh, checking on Metal Tracker to see if they have any albums. Oh, they've would, got a discography. How you buy them? 1991 to 2018. Yeah. Discography. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so you're old school. Like you're gonna go buy albums, or you're? T- I'm torrent. saying like you want links to it. Torrent. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't have the money to buy that shit. Man. Well, I know people who are like hardcore, you know, like uh, Jay Silver. You know him, right? Yeah. He will ask me about bands, and I'm like, listen to it on YouTube. He's like, no, no, no. He recreates the old like our you know childhood right he'll recreate it by picking up albums that he doesn't really know about and has no idea and listen to them you know like we used to right mm-hmm. you're going through the used cd bin and you find something with a fucking pentagram on it and you're like all right we'll give this a go <laughs> yeah yeah it was like the days of tape trading that was the best time yeah where you get that like it's not like you go to youtube and listen to it or something you get it somewhere you don't know what it is you bring it home you open it you put it in you read the book you know that, that whole thing which i have completely given up i don't i'm a spotify all the way go fuck yourself i don't yeah. want any kind of physical media in my life <laughs> no i've got i don't have the room for it i've had to forego buying new albums and just getting them digitally because i don't have the room for it yeah and don't even get me started on fucking vinyls i can't i can't <laughs> just I had them, and now they cost way too much money. I'm not even going to bother. 
I have friends who are like, you know, the hardcore vinyl guys, and yeah. I don't get it. If you want the best high-definition sound, you got to listen to vinyl. Like, uh, I don't think that's even true. I think, like, science would prove that wrong, right? Because on Spotify or something, I have really high settings and resolution settings <laughs> that are pretty fucking good. There's just something about hearing that vintage crackle of the vinyl that, you know, I get why people like it, um, but... I guess. I think yeah. digital is digital is probably the cleanest you're gonna get. Like, oh, you don't like track two of this? Good luck skipping it. <laughs> you know, you want to throw this on and go do something? Too bad you're gonna have to come back and fucking four songs and flip that bitch over. Yeah. <laughs> or I got into it briefly back in the day, songs. and I realized. Yeah. The error of my fucking ways. But it's like, oh, that's cool. You got. 500 records in this bedroom that's cool i've got all of those plus oh yeah every other song ever right here in my pocket yeah that's true that's <laughs> and while you why go I dig stopped. around trying to fucking find it i'll have it up here in a second <laughs> just be like alexa play blah 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 for me i don't fuck with alexa but yeah i mean you know the the idea remains the same yeah but this is yeah. a damn good time fucking cool i should probably uh play something by internal bleeding to lead this out <laughs> i'll send you a song in, to in post. yeah definitely send me some stuff man i just uh put their discography on my playlist so yeah voracious contempt uh would be like west where i started and then extinction of benevolence is uh after that and then they got a new singer and whatever but that album's cool too um Driven to Conquer that came out in 99 that's a good one too but oh sweet yeah I'll definitely have some new shit to listen to or new yeah, old start, shit start at Voracious Contempt from like 94 or whatever and work your way forward okay well thanks for coming by and uh, shooting the shit with me on some metal man maybe we could do this again we should man I've actually <laughs> guessed it on podcast and I'm like alright yeah. I actually had a genuinely very good time I talking love talking about metal. metal. How many people can you like, oh yeah, this album or this song or whatever, you know, who actually know what the fuck you're talking about? There's not many. I found that um, it's like that's why when I talked to you on Twitter a couple years ago and we got into it about the death metal and everything, I was like, holy shit, man, this guy actually knows his stuff. Yeah, right. Because you'd be exposed real quick if somebody's talking about, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If, you did, if either of us didn't actually know what we were talking about be fucking exposed man we're like yeah man the best deicide album is incinerate him <laughs> what's your favorite one like um <laughs> oh shit incinerate him scars of the crucifix all the way brother i don't like that i don't really like that song um bible basher but i like putting it on the jukebox at bars it's cool it's got a nice uh feel to it but like so basically it sucks ass like if you listen to the lyrics yeah. Bash your fucking head in with the book of his insanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Good oh, shit, man. Shit. Yeah, maybe we'll do it again. If uh, I don't know, I don't know who's listening to this, who actually knows what we're talking about. But if you have some subjects or something, yeah, send them up. Definitely, like hit Jim up on Twitter. Fucking right. I assume nobody will know what the fuck we're talking about. <laughs> I hope true metalheads listen to this and they're like, "You're totally wrong, man." <laughs> I'll spread it around. Yeah. And I'm going to put this up on our feed, our, our regular feed. It's going to be up for about a month, and then it'll go on the Patreon. Right on. 
But yeah, thanks again, man. Uh, plug your show and stuff. You know, yeah, dude. Where people- Suplex City Limits podcast. Uh, we recap the week in pro wrestling. We get baked. We talk shit. Have a good time. And then uh, the Check Engine Light podcast on YouTube and also on this SCL channel. Uh, we talk cars. We decide if cars are tits or shits. You can watch it on YouTube and watch along and see the cars we see. So if you're into cars or pro wrestling, check those out. All right. Where can they hit you up? Uh, on Twitter, at Suplex City Limit. Very cool. You don't have any, personal, any other... I, uh, do have a, I do have a personal Twitter, but I don't give it out because I'm unhinged on there. And also, I'm banned for a week for harassing the president. <laughs> <laughs> I have five days left. <laughs> Oh, that's fucking great. I love it. (laughs) All right, man. Well, thanks again. Hopefully we can get together soon and talk some more metal. And I'll ask some people to write in some subjects for us. For sure, man. Thanks a lot. (laughs) All right, man. Take care.